Bonsoir, Elliot. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Bonsoir, Elliot, our Mr. Robot podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 3, which is uh, titled... Legacy.so, Shared Object. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, as always, this is a spoiler uh, zone podcast, so if you haven't seen the episode, you should go do that and then come back. I'm Alex. With me, as always, is Josh. How's it going, hackers? Uh, so let's jump right into it. This is the episode where we finally find out what's been going on with Tyrell Wellick while Elliot was in prison. Yeah, he pulled a Bon Iver, he went to a cabin in the woods, and recorded his EP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I remember calling out that I wanted this episode last season. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I re-listened to um, our podcast after I was re-watching season two, saying, like, I want to know what happened with Tyrell. And I think, in retrospect, it's good that we had to wait for it because it kind of kept some of that mystique up. Yeah, yeah. And, I like, this was a really good episode that was, I mean, you could kind of almost call it a filler episode, but it didn't feel like a filler episode. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not current on the action. It's really just going back and filling stuff in. But I really liked it. We got to see just how deep Tyrell's like connection to Elliot goes in his mind. Like it was, I think some of my favorite parts were when he was like, we're gods. Like you don't see it. Um, And he was trying to tell Irving Irving that uh, he loves. And then like he cut him off and he's like, you know, some things are better left unsaid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff was yeah. was really interesting to see. Um just and kind of been, pay off. Yeah. Yeah, and then he he went up, you know, he grew out the beard and like chopping wood, like Hell I don't yeah. know. It was it was a <laughs> it was a Yeah, good I liked it. I, I, I also to, We got I was going to say we got to see Joey Badass again. We got a lot of yeah. a lot, we got a lot of Irving. Uh, yeah, I was starting to lay down the glad. ground rules for him. I was glad to see Irving was in this episode cuz he's he's quickly becoming one of my favorite characters. I One of my favorite parts is when uh, he's talking to Tyrell about like being, being in love and like getting his family back. And then he goes like immediately after that, like he was talking about how his, <laughs> his wife left him immediately after that, he goes to his, his like sales thing and he's carrying the like number one dad. And the guy's like, why do you carry, why are you carrying that? You, you don't, don't even, even have, have kids. kids. Yeah. And I was I like, like okay, that a lot. So Ir- Irving is a salesman. Like he knows how to, how to play people. So, yeah. And it's funny cause he had all those different coffee mugs there and they right, all yeah, had yeah. Like something different on it. Like, you know, how deep does this go with this guy? Yeah. It's yeah. How really, many, really slick. How many, uh, how many different, uh, like personas does he have that he can project on the world? Um, yeah, that's great. I like him as a character. I like this. I want to see where they, they take him. Yeah. I, I thought it was it was interesting to see that he had been involved way like basically uh from in the moment one. that they yeah, yeah basically from the moment that they launched the hack he was involved right they were there um, in the in the um arcade that night yeah uh and so that was that was good to like see how he's been connected uh i <laughs> I do like that he's kind of like the wolf in <laughs> in Pulp Fiction, right? Like he's just like the fixer that they bring, (laughs) that they bring it like, like sit there and relax. And I'm going to send Irving who will be there directly. Like his name is Tyrell Willick. Does he look like a bitch? (laughs) 
not with so, that not with that beard. Not with no, that beard. not not with that beard. Um and then he's like spying on well not spying on, like he says, like I can't talk to I can't talk to Joanna or see my kid or do anything because it's better for everybody. But he's like got baby monitors that he's watching. He's looking at the news and he's kind of getting obsessed. Spicy. Yeah. yeah. Um, that baby monitor <clears throat> was actually up. If you went to the site, it just shows static now. Like it's not running. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And that payload that he's writing in what looked like Metasploit to me. Metasploit's a tool for compromising apps and servers. Um, if you go to the site, it's just this weird flashing 403 JavaScripty thing. It's kind of funny. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, they do a they do a really good job with that stuff. Just like expanding the world into the real internet, right? Yeah, the ARG kind of thing. Yeah, they do a really good job with it in general. So, what um, did you think of the interview, the Dark Army interviewing Tyrell? Inconceivable. No, uh, Wallace Shawn. Yeah, he's great. He's a uh, uh, so good. Mr. Incredibles <laughs> boss in The Incredibles. He's also in uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that a lot. It for me, it felt a lot like it had shades of the same interview that Angela went through. Like they put somebody through like a stressful interview. And the interesting thing is, like they kept repeating the same questions over and over, <clears throat> and. They were satisfied with him saying, no, but I'll be loyal to Elliot. And like, that was enough for them. But did you notice that, that like they did his like mustache up in a way that he kind of looked like the money bags mask that F society. <laughs> I really, I thought that was like a subtle thing there, but I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't see that. Like I, I didn't, I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention to it when I was watching it, but I didn't, I didn't make that connection. Yeah. But that the other guy, uh, White Rose's like assistant or whatever, was there mm-hmm. uh, in the same interview in the building. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was like, and then also, you know, White Rose is not, you know, wasn't even shook at all by the fact that Elliot turned himself in and pled guilty to stealing the dog and like. Yeah, um, it was almost like it was an annoyance to him, but they were like, "We're gonna let it play out and we'll get him out a little early." And yeah. And then, then we get our Le- our Leon payoff, you know. I got to stab yeah. a bunch of neo Nazi motherfuckers to death. That was such a great line. <laughs> like I'm not a big fan of murdering and shit, but like it was neo Nazis, so it was fun. Yeah, not gonna lie, it was kind of fun. <laughs> and then Irving is just like, but what about Elliot? <laughs> it was I uh, liked it. Um yeah. I really I want to see more of uh Joey Badass in this season, and I think we will. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think it's it's getting kind of clear that he's involved somehow with yeah. the Dark Army. Um especially now that we know that the that White Rose said, you know, we we've got to get somebody close to him that can watch out for him. So like yeah. now we know that Joey Badass was associated with them like full before, force. Yeah. yeah, full force beforehand. Um yeah. And then there's uh there's the whole like Tyrell going and getting like outside of the cabin and like going for a walk and just like, you know, um, Oh, trying to take off. Like, yeah. Well, when he was like, he was like walking around outside, uh, and like ran into that cop and then, Oh, when he was, when he was going to take off. Yeah. 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 When he was like going to probably go see Joanna or whatever. The real, the real big payoff there is there's two things. One, he is going to be devastated hearing about Joanna's death. Yeah. He doesn't know yet. Um, 
obviously current timeline he's with Elliot, whatever, right? Right. Um so he's gonna be devastated by Joanna's death. Um where the baby goes is gonna matter, obviously. Um the other side there is that we learn that Dom's partner, Santiago, is working for the Dark Arm. Yeah, that was the big, big reveal. Um, yeah, I mean, I, we, had we had speculated. We had kind of speculated that, yeah. yeah, um, last season, and now we know, we know for sure that somebody in the FBI is working for the Dark Army. So, um, and somebody that's pretty high level too. So, somebody that that has power in the FBI is, um, working for the Dark Army. Yeah, definitely. And it was interesting to see like Tyrell react like that because, like, I thought they were like working him up to be like like the concept of like the gray man, like where he could kind of blend in and, you know, do whatever needed to be done, like with him breaking his thumb. But like he panicked hard. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was like did. sweating and his eyes were watering up. And I, I will say I knew that whoever came to meet him was going to be dark army. Like oh, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that it was going to be the FBI agent, but like it was so kind of forced. And I was like, whoever he's talking to, that's going to be a dark army person. Um, yeah. yeah. And then like, I, I thought it was, it was interesting to see, you know, we saw Tyrell actually get put in the situation. We saw like how far he was willing to go to, to do stuff. But then like, as soon as the bullets start flying, he's done. Right. Yeah. He's a, um, he's a flight. Not He's not a fight. He's a flight, you know? Yeah. That kind of person. I mean, I respect his reason for wanting to go back, you know, see your family. That's, that's, you know, that can have a draw on, you know, anyone really. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, that's when Irving does his little, his little, com- his little like pep talk about pep talk. Yeah. And then we, the we actually cups. find out that like he's got a timeline for when Elliot's going to be out, right? He says, like, uh, Tyrell says, you know, in order to finish this, Elliot and I need to be reunited again right we get to see the other side of that that phone call too to the prison whereas like whenever they whenever they replayed it from uh what was that the first episode uh or the second episode where they were talking about like when they replayed it it was kind of like on elliot's end it was weird right it's like who is this and on tyrell's end it was more like oh my god you're still alive it was like a sigh of relief kind of thing yeah yeah, it was it was good for him. It was like a positive. Yeah, and then uh, so real quick before we pivot to anything else, uh, lumberjack Tyrell. Uh, yeah, I give him two thumbs up. I mean, yeah. it was a good good mall. Um, it's not an axe; it's a mall. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. yeah, I mean, chopping wood's good. I'm glad I don't do it anymore, but chopping wood's good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I dug the whole sequence, the hiding in the cabin, um, the little escape scene, the weird Bible verses, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, what was that about? That was I don't really like, get it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't connect it to anything else. Um so I wasn't uh, sure what I to make of it, but thought it might have to do with his father, because they kept saying, like, Are you scared you're gonna end up like your father? Do you hate your father? And then, like, yeah. his father was the one that told him the story about, like, the Red Wheelbarrow. And then Elliot named the operation Red Wheelbarrow. Kind yeah. of like, oh, it's after what he told me, and now it's important. And then, you know, all that other stuff. So I thought <clears throat> there might might be some link to his father there. Maybe he was, uh, you know, super religious or something like that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we'll see or not see. I mean, it's just kind of odd for him to just start spouting Bible verses off the top of his yeah, head. Yeah, it was, it was pretty Especially when he thinks Elliot is God. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he even says that when the gun jams. He says, you know, don't you yeah. get what this means? We're gods. Um, yeah, <clears throat> so the gun jam thing was, was super interesting, too. Um, I don't know whether the first round was designed to squib. That's when a round kind of sticks in the barrel. Um, and it's jammed. Like if so, if the gun was never meant to kill anyone and Darlene gave that gun to Elliot, right? Right. So was the first round. She get it. She stole it from her boyfriend. Remember out of the safe in season one or whatever. That guy she was sleeping with in the penthouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, was the first bullet designed to squib and not kill anyone? And then the second one, it would like, for anyone who's not into guns or has never messed with this stuff. The the second round basically would impact the first one, and the gas would have nowhere to go in the barrel, so it would kind of explode the chamber or the barrel and the slide. And if you can look up pictures of like squib failure on like Google Images, you'll see like it blows the side of the handgun apart. You can get some like cuts and abrasions on your hand. It wouldn't like hurt you terribly, but um, if the stuff came back and hit you like in the face or chest or something, that could hurt you. But is varying ranges of how bad that can hurt you. So it's it's really just a matter of like, was it designed to do that or was it just coincidence? Yeah. Super yeah. weird. Um, well, there are no coincidences. Yeah, that's true. Um, can no, we, I was going to say, can we pivot to White Rose? Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about White Rose, <laughs> who is the deep state, apparently. Yeah, I didn't know he was Russian. Um <laughs> Apparently is like, cause I like this cause the show takes place in 2015, right? So there's like all that payoff stuff that we mentioned before about the secret subreddits and stuff. Yeah. Um, now they're shown to like, Oh, let's, um, let's influence the U S election. And you know, he's a madman. He can't be controlled. And he's like a puppet doesn't know his strings are being pulled, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, and well, he's also got media just tied around his. He's got that guy, right? The the Alex Jones or whatever conspiracy yeah. theorist guy. He's got him sort of wrapped around his finger, saying like, "Here's what we're gonna do." And even <laughs> that guy's like, "This guy's a buffoon." What? Yeah, and I love that he's like, "Why couldn't you just tell me where you were? Why did I have to solve a math puzzle first? <laughs> Which is like a, a Google <laughs> recruiting yeah. tactic from billboards um, and stuff. So yeah, and then it's that whole thing was was we got to see exactly what white rose is is like has in uh her repertoire his her repertoire yeah um like the the dark army is in control of the fbi they're in control of media organizations they're in control of uh one of the most powerful yeah one of the most powerful companies in the world currency Um, yeah, so um and it's interesting that they have to if they're in control of so much that they have to go to the lengths they're currently choosing to go to to accomplish something. Why can't they just kind of pull it off with money? Oh, right. Yeah. So it's kind of that's kind of strange. Um I'm sure there's something behind that, but Yeah, there's probably some like reveal to the Dark Army's plan that we don't know about yet. Yeah. Well, we got to see uh Cisco again for, you know, two scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was cool because I really liked him as a character. Um, and then he learns that you know Darlene's protected 
but Cisco's not. And that's probably why Cisco got thrown under the bus so quickly and murdered, you know. And that also makes you believe the two guys with the masks that were with Irving, were they the ones that did the shooting? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they kind of operate in pairs, but um, the hitmen kind of thing. But I didn't take time to go back and look and see if they match like the body sizes of the people that were on the dirt bike from the end of season two. Yeah. Well, we also saw the the conclusion of that is that Tyrell had to work on the femto cell, right? So he's looking. Well, yeah. At the so that's that's the other thing. That was the metasploit thing I talked about. Why was it? Why was it him that had to work on that? I don't get it. They have this whole legion of hackers. Did they, did it have to have like his? "Quote unquote, like touches or fingerprint on it, so to speak." Yeah, was there like Tyrell noticed the the backdoor code? Uh, yeah, so like right the away. only yeah the only reason that I could think to have him work on it is if you wanted him to do the backdoor thing that would get you into evil right, work, or they right? wanted it to to look like he was further implicated in whatever right. they were doing, yeah. so they could throw the scent off. So like that was kind of weird. Um, we learned that Tyrell and I have the same choice of. Um, Window environment in Linux, XFCE. Thank yeah, you. Represent. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey man, teach their own. I guess. I mean, I spend ninety percent of my time in a terminal anyway. Right. Um. Yeah. So it was good to see uh, Cisco which, again. Which is actually messed up because in season one he said he was a KDE guy. Like. Right. Well, he didn't set that laptop up, I guess, right? He right, was handed yeah. to him, so I'm just saying a satellite. little yeah. consistency, Tyrell. Yeah, I mean, you take what you can get. At least it's not Windows. Sorry, people <laughs> that use Windows. Um, um, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so he, he sees the backdoor code, so that's not part of his Stage 2 plan. No, and you see him, like, working hard on the Stage 2. Like, he's yeah. the one that, like was pioneering the UPS and building controls and stuff like those are like data center, uh, like security white paper controls that describe like, you like whenever you use AWS, you can, uh, you can ask them for, uh, their sock report and the sock report goes into like what kind of environmental controls they have. And I, I can't say, cause obviously you have to have like an NDA, but like they describe in this document, like what they have available at their data centers, as far as like, physical security and environmental controls and temperature controls and all this other stuff. And like, that's the stuff he was going over. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I want to see how that plays out. Like, cause he knew about like consolidating all of the stuff in these buildings, but he didn't know about like this back door that was going to let them blow the place up. Like, I don't. I yeah. Yeah. It's strange. And it's 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 actually even more strange now that like Elliot is working against him. Yeah. And then there's uh Angela at the end, you know, telling Tyrell like sometimes he can be two people or a different yeah, person. Yeah, that was like way and to... <laughs> she's so calm about it. Like Yeah. Well, also like fuck you, Angela. What you, like I just don't get her yet, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't like um, that was definitely that was a scene where I was like, ah, man, Angela, you're like, whose side are you fucking on? Well, I think that's supposed to be the question. Is like, 
Is she helping Elliot? Is she helping Mr. Robot? Is she helping herself? Is she helping the Dark Army? Um, is she helping F Society? You know, who knows? Right. Does she still yeah. want revenge for her mother? You know? Yeah. So that's kind of weird. Oh, I did go back and look in the previous season and when he was shoved out of the window, by the way, I just thought it came to my head right now and it was snowing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think you sent, you sent me the screenshots. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it was. So we, yeah, I guess close the loop on that. We, we questioned that last episode, like, was it snowing when he got pushed out and it was, he was. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So more reliable narrator for flashbacks. Cause I yeah. think whenever flashbacks become questionable, it makes it hard to question anything right but the flashbacks need to have some level of reality to them yeah um, yeah but it's uh, it's neat you know for sure you know, i mean this episode is really straightforward like there's not it pays off everything from what happened after they executed the hack right to where they meet back up again and yeah say like we have to be careful now elliot like and they drive off um it it pays off everything in between then. And then it sets you up for now Elliot's got a bullet out of his stomach that they just pulled out. Right. Um, Tyrell knows that Elliot has a split personality or DID rather. Um, Angel is doing her weird shit. White Rose is, you know, controlling Leon, controlling the U S government to some degree. Um, and if he's controlling the U S government to some degree, how does he not have more power over Price unless he's just kind of fucking with Price just to mess with him? Um, like he might enjoy that or something like that. Yeah. Um, and we know, you know, Tyrell is still very into uh, what they're doing, but, you know, his world's going to fall apart a little when he finds out his son is gone and his wife is dead. Yeah. yeah. Especially after she was just on live TV basically saying, like, all that other shit was a lie. Um, that kind of stuff. And that's also, that also brings like a whole new context to uh, the FBI not wanting to, it to get out, right? Because now they're in the pocket of of um, the Dark Army. So. Yeah. And I, I so, it was kind of interesting. And then like to Tyrell and Joanna's relationship, the question like, did you ever cheat on your wife? Is technically a different question from did you ever have sex with anyone else because both of them did, but both of neither of them consider it cheating. They were just doing what they had to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of an interesting tidbit about their kind of relationship. Yeah. So real quick, let's run down, let's run down the characters. How do you feel about Tyrell? I like him more than I did before. And I liked them okay. before. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat where like, I, I like, like I, I like all of his development, um, so that's good. Uh, how do you feel about Irving? I like him more than I did before. He's awesome. Yeah, I think he's, he's like he's kind of the runaway like star of the season, maybe inadvertently. He reminds me yeah. of Saul from uh, Breaking Bad. Like right, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then I mean, this episode didn't really change anything about how we see Elliot. No. Uh, how do you feel about the FBI director, dude? I you mean, forgetting his name. Santiago? Santiago, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I kind of hate him. I, I really think uh, I want Dom to kill him. <laughs> like, yeah, in a really, really cool gunfight. Like, he tries to pull one over on her, and she just ganks his ass. Yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely don't like him either. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, li- I don't like him because he's snaky. I like. There are bad guys in or quote unquote bad guys that I like in this show. Um just because I like who they are as characters, but this guy's like there's something about him. Like I, I just don't want him on the show anymore. Like yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean that's a that's a testament to the way the actor plays him and the way the writers wrote his character. Yeah, um, he's he's one of those characters that's very much like, uh, and I know I keep bringing up Lost, but he's like Kate in Lost, where I hated her the entire fucking show because all she did, like, she was just, that was yeah. five seasons of her being unable to make her mind up. Do I want Sawyer or do I want Jack? Right, but I like want every, the most. Yeah, yeah. So he's in he's in this like similar boat where I feel like every action he does just makes things like worse or like muddies the situation. Yeah. Um, and then I guess Angela is the next is the next one. How do you feel about Angela? Question mark. I am really starting to hate her. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to need to start paying off her character developments at some point. We yeah. still don't know what White Rose told her, and I'm sure that's coming up sometime soon. Yeah. Um, we need to know why she's acting the way she is, and they can play this off for another two episodes before I'll get to like frustrated with it if they keep having her be a centerpiece to she's kind of the hub between everybody right now like everything is flowing through her and i'm not really sure why yeah um but i'm okay with it like it's just a question mark i don't know how i feel about her but i want them to capitalize on it because i like her as an actress um i think she's a really good fit for the show so yeah they just yeah they just need to pay off some of it, something with her, right? Something yeah. with regard to her needs to pay off pretty soon because it seems like it's just all wasted murky. potential or murky yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the last one that's relevant to this episode, White Rose. I think I'm like all in on White Rose. Yeah. Well, I like White Rose as this mysterious architect kind of feature uh, figure. Reminds yeah. me a little bit of the architect from the Matrix trilogy. Yeah. I mean, there was really only one movie in that trilogy. Let's just be honest here. Um, but (laughs) it was, it was obviously the last one. I feel dirty. (laughs) No, but it's kind of like the same character where like they kind of just have this feeling for how to manipulate things and you like to see them win, even though you have no clue why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. I like White Rose. I mean, other characters that we kind of caught up with was Darlene. I'm still not sure 100% how I feel about her working with the FBI. A lot of people yeah. think that she's going to well, die this season. There was no, there wasn't any real movement there. So it's hard to like no. have your opinion change. It definitely doesn't change. But, um, you know, a lot of people seem to think they're leading her up to being expendable. They're setting you up to think she's protected by saying she's protected and then just kill her off sort of in the same way they killed Shayla or whatever. Right. So uh, I don't want to see her go either. Cause I think she's great. Um, I do want to see Dom join the ranks, so to speak. I want to see Mobley come back. I want to see Trenton come back. Um, I do 
I think the best quote from the episode from a character is the Joey Badass Nazi stabbing quote. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> that was a really good quote. And I think it's good. I think they did that so that you would remember who he was. Like for people that maybe you're a little more casual, obviously, probably not listening to this podcast, but they did that for the people that watched season two and maybe forgot who he was. Um, yeah, because he's only in the first several episodes and then the second half of the season he's not really there he's, so. he's, not, he's only there in that one extra scene yeah so like it'd be easy f- to forget about him so they, i think they did that to bring him back into the loop and for audience to remember who he is that kind of thing um yeah i mean i think that's all we saw so it's it's a flashback episode yeah. and it's very linear there's not a lot of jumping around going on they don't jump timelines so it's it's easy to keep track of there's not a lot of like little Easter eggs. Like I said, there's the baby cam thing. There's some of the URLs that were in the code that he was editing. There's the, the type of desktop environment he's using, all that stuff. Nothing too crazy. Um, although it was interesting because Esmail said this was his favorite episode of the season. Oh, the really? Episode. Yeah. Yeah. Which it, ta- yeah, it ties together so many frayed ends between season one and season three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it's- kind of glues them back together. Yeah, it does. It gives you a whole lot of context for other things that have happened previously, which is what I liked about it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I so, uh, I also did not watch the next week on. We've been yeah, I don't those, watch them so. either. <laughs> um, so we're avoiding those. So, like, do you have any predictions for next week? I don't know. I mean, that, I don't have any predictions, up. but I hope that we see some more of Dom. Yeah. Like, I would I would go for a Dom heavy episode. I'd be okay with that. I also I think Elliot's gonna wake up and him and Tyrell are gonna kinda have a heart to heart. Yeah. Um whether that's Elliot or Edward, Mr. Robot, uh Alderson. Right. Um so that'll be interesting. Um and then we'll see I think Tyrell loses shit a little bit about his wife and his son. Assuming um, that he even finds out, right? That's true. He doesn't know. So, uh, and they're not they're not publicizing it, right? So, like, the only way he could find out is if not yet, yeah, yeah. So the only way he could find out is if somebody who knew told him, right? Right, and that's where I think uh, Dom will come into play. Maybe yeah. she'll be the one that brings that message. I mean, it's a possibility. I don't like to make uh, too many theories about shows because I think it takes away from the enjoyment of it. Um, if yeah, I do, I like to try to keep it to myself anymore. So, yeah, uh, you know. If, the internet is theory land and everybody kind of just wants to be the one that was right. So they'll post 10,000 things and maybe one of them is right, you know, broken clock, right. Twice a day kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any theories. I just would love to check in with Dom and I would, I mean, I don't think this is going to happen until later in the season, but I would also love to check in with Mobley and Trenton. So I think, I mean, they, we know that they want to undo the hack and we know that they have a way to do it. So and the, yeah, they have a way to do it. And so Joey B's with them. Yeah, right? But so, he works yeah. for the Dark Army, who right, want the yeah, hack so. to continue. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things at play there, but, you know, he maybe is swayable, so to speak, to their, yeah. their cause, so. All right. Well, I, f- I think that is a good place to end it this week. Um, thanks yeah, totally. for Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, join us next week for the next episode of Bonsoir Elliot. As always, uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Um, and if you can go to any one of those places and give us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Bonsoircast.
We will see you next week. Have a good one.